Hello and welcome to the Joyful Rebels podcast. We've got Claire and Donna here, and this week we are focusing on joyful reflections on happiness. Ooh. So, yeah, fun topic, feeling good, positive, and, you know, quick recap, happiness. What is it? Well, the main point we were making last week is it's this temporary state. We flow in and out of it. So it's unrealistic to set a goal. I want to be happy 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. So it's this temporary state that fluctuates. It's this positive feeling. And then we said, why do we want to be happy? And even if that was obvious or a duh to a lot of us, uh, there's a lot of empirical evidence of what happiness can do in our lives. It can help us combat stress. It can raise our immune response. It can enhance our productivity. And plus, right at the most basic level, it just feels good. Mm -hmm. So how can we do it? And we shared those four tips. You can work on shifting your mindset, right? And really paying attention to the language that you're using when you're talking to yourself. You can nurture your connections and relationships. Uh, Did you share good news with a friend this past week, right? That's, That's something you can check in with. Gratitude, practicing gratitude in the past 24 hours. What are three things that were, you know, great that you're thankful for? And then finally, taking care of yourself, however that is, physically. Maybe it's watching a show that's funny so that you can laugh, getting enough rest, right? It encompasses a lot of things there. But when you're taking care of yourself, it's easier then for you to shift into that happy state. And so I... I'm someone who likes quotations. And last week I had a couple quotes written down in my notebook that I didn't share. So if you're someone that also uh, feels a connection to famous quotes or, you know, it lights you up or inspires you, I just wanted to share a few. And then mom, I'll ask you maybe which one was calling out to you or that you were digging. So the first one is from Henry Ward Beecher. The art of being happy lies in the power of extracting happiness from common things. Mm. I I really like that one because, again, we talked about last week. It's not like you're going to be happy when you win the lottery or get that sports car, right? Can you be happy with the circumstances that you have now? The next one's from the Buddha, and he has a lot of quotes on happiness. Uh, I like this one, though. Happiness will never come to those who fail to appreciate what they already have. Mm. So, again, I feel like it's along those same lines that we don't need these external or things in the future happening, can we find our happiness with our current state circumstances? And then Aristotle, happiness depends upon ourselves. Wow. Okay. I'm seeing a a theme Mm -hmm. here. (laughs) Happiness is an inside job, right? You might've heard that before. And then this last one here from the Dalai Lama, happiness is not something ready-made. It comes from your own actions. So we Mm. talked about that last week, how happiness isn't this trait that you're born with that's fixed, right? And there are things that we can do about it. So it comes from your own actions. That's, that's empowering, right? So we, we can do something about it. Mm -hmm. So how how are you feeling about those? I like all of them. And I think they all carry a uh, tidbits in them that maybe all put together, probably encompass what I'm thinking or feeling. Uh, but one of the ones that really stands out, I think, is the last one when they talk about um, like we have influence over how we're going to think or feel. It's not some future event. And I think those are the words that really land for me. And I've lived that way a lot. Like if this happens, then I'll feel this way. If I lose 10 pounds, if I get this job, if I have this role and I've racked up enough data points to know that once I've gotten that thing, 
it hasn't been that great. Like I've delayed this gratification for a whole big, you know, load of nothing, uh, you know, and that's if it was neutral. Sometimes I had expectations for this thing and, you know, whatever the end game was and it was like negative. So that really rattles your world. So again, this is not a bad, like as you get older, these are some of the really cool things is that you can see patterns of how these things play out where they start to debunk some of the ways that um, I think that we're, it, we're, we're influenced to think a certain way. Like we get messages from social media and how we were raised and all that stuff. Um, I'm not putting blame on anybody. I'm just saying we don't live in a vacuum. So when we know that we have influence over everything and the, and the common stuff, like when life is funny, when I'm walking around looking for the funny stuff or the amusing things, instead of being irritated, my day is more fun. Like I keep going back to, this is not a dress rehearsal. This is all you get. And, and not from a fatalist standpoint, but this really is it. And so I'm like, where can it be funny? And this is uh, maybe not a great example, but if you've ever been to a celebration of life or some kind of funeral or some kind of end of life um, um, ceremony or gathering, um, it's not all everybody being really sad. There's a lot of laughter there too. Because you're reminiscing, you're talking about good times. There's, you know, you're in this situation that can be really sad and dark, but it's not because life isn't just one way. And so when I know it's not just one way, I'm going to look for the other ways then too. So it depends on where I'm putting my eyes and my attention and it's my awareness of how I want to see things. And I love, I love exercising my influence in a way that uh, shifts and change things in subtle ways and in big ways, but either way, I'm in the driver's seat for a bunch of it. And I like knowing that. Now that Mm -hmm. means that I'm responsible for some of it. And I think that's where the bugaboo comes in where it's like, I don't want to really be responsible. I want life to be spontaneous. It's like, okay, we'll just keep a balance of that. But I also believe that um, I'm invested in my life and I'm living it. And that means I'm aware for every moment. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy going along those lines and having the ups and the downs, but there's more ups and downs. So I'll keep going. Yeah. I, I like how you said that you get, you know, more data points as you go and that it is nice to know that you can exercise some influence. Again, it's not, you know, I know personally, a lot of people who are like, oh, these things are happening to me, Um, or you're just kind of, you know, floating. You don't want that responsibility. Like you said, But if you flip it and look at, oh, how cool, I get the chance to have some influence. And again, that's not saying that everything you do is going to work out every time Mm -hmm. or you're going to be happy every hour of the day. But this, my happiness journey, this is something that's been really special to me. I will say many, if not most of the topics that we talk about on this podcast are things that I'm currently working on because they're showing up in my life like, oh, this is room to grow. Like, what can we, what can we talk about these tips and tricks that we're giving that were, you know, based in science? Like, I need to try some of these out. With the happiness, I feel like this is a topic where I have had success, especially Mm. in the past year. And it feels really good to share that. I will say, I just feel so much lighter and happier than I did a year ago. And so I wanted to be able to share some of the main takeaways that I've had, because this is information that I'm sharing with the people I love in my circle that I'm sharing with my kids. Cause I'm like, you know, it took me this long to figure this out better late than never for sure. But then I want to share, which again is one of the foundations of this podcast. We learn things, we're learning things we want to share. So the first main takeaway 
is really, for me, acknowledging that the happiness is a temporary state and that it fluctuates. That was really important to me because what it does is in the moment when I'm aware of that, when something's good, I can relish that it's good. It's really taking the time to pause if I'm really enjoying, even just out admiring some of the flowers in my garden with my kids. In the past, I might have been, okay, this is a this is a moment of stillness, but I got to go inside and, and load the dishwasher. Like it was always, mm-hmm. I, I'm busy and I'm multitasking, right? No, it's I'm going to put my focus and my attention on this moment because I am getting joy in that. And I'll tell you, I, I like to grow flowers. I've we grow sunflowers, and we had one, one random one that we didn't even plant. It just was had seeded from the last season, and it, it bloomed. And uh, my three, almost four year old, and I like walk up to it, and then just got our noses all the way, all, you know, up to the flower, and just admiring how beautiful it is up close. And I, I, it was cool because it was one of those times where in the moment I was like, I am in this moment. Like, this is a time where I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling joy. I'm acknowledging it. It's almost like taking a little mental snapshot and then it feels good. And I can hold on to that and remember that then when I'm not in a happy state. And so it works the other way too. When things are really feeling down, I'll know, okay, what is it that Maya Angelou quote that, the, you know, the storm will run out of rain. Mm. Like if, if things are feeling not great, just knowing that that too will change. So that was my first main takeaway on my happiness journey. I've got three, so <laughs> I'm going. Number two, um, it really is this inside job. And I know the quotes that I said in the beginning pretty much spoke to that, but it's not based on the external. And I will say that I have spent so much of my adult life thinking that, like you said, mom, oh, I'll lose the 10 pounds or, oh, I'll get that job. Uh, it's always waiting for that end goal. And then, like you said, maybe it doesn't feel so great when you get there. And so you've heard, oh, it's not about the end. It's about the journey. Like I've heard some of these, you know, other quotations about enjoying the path there, but that is what it is. And I really like how you said it's not a dress rehearsal. Like, I don't need to wait to be happy till the big moment. Let's enjoy the day to day. And so it's okay to have goals and it's okay to be excited about an end result, but that, that doesn't need to be the emphasis. And can you enjoy your path there? Um, And when we talked about language being really important, I'll be happy if, if you find yourself saying that, Mm -hmm. can you pause? If you notice, oh, I'll be happy when I get that. Stop for a second. I'm happy now because Mm. just finish that sentence, that quick shift intentionally with your language will shift your mindset and doing little tips like that, just tiny little exercises like that throughout my day has compounded throughout the year where I will just say overall, I am a happier person. And I do think it is because of little tips like that. And number three, the last main takeaway for me on my personal happiness journey is, and it's, it's similar to number two, but you don't need your circumstances to change, to be happy. And I know how we said, oh, it's not, you you know, happiness is an external. It's not when I get Mm -hmm. something, but it's also really just shining a light on what you have right now. And, you know, gratitude is coming up, but it's okay. Like if you feel like you're stuck or you're stale right now, or you want things to change, like that's okay. But that's not a hundred percent of your life. If you go mm-hmm. and take a 360 view of everything, there are going to be some things that you can focus on. And even if you don't feel like that's the majority of your circumstances are these happy things. If you put your attention there, 
one, you're going to start to notice more of the happy things because, right, we find what we're looking for. Um, But two, you're shifting your mindset in that moment. So you're going to feel better, even if it's temporary. And if we can shift into that happier mindset more often, then the average of how you feel is going to be higher. So I will say that that has been extremely helpful for me to just be able to notice in the moment. And if you're struggling with what can I find to be grateful for or happy about right now, like at the most basic, you're alive right? We're, we're getting this chance to do things. There are things that we don't even know yet, right? Like some of the coolest, most exciting things that we're ever going to do haven't even happened yet. So even just that curiosity and excitement about what's to come, that's something to be excited for. You know, you're alive and you're breathing. You can go wherever you're you're at. Well, if it might be cold by you, but when, when flowers start to bloom or go to a flower section of the store, go get your nose up to a flower. Maybe not if you're super allergic, but (laughs) just the awe that you will feel that it's, it's almost this immediate shift in how you're feeling. It, it feels good. So maybe, Mm. maybe that wasn't the most poetic way to say it, but these are things that I have done. And I just, if I could tell the person a year ago who was the Claire a year ago was brave enough to be like, I am going to try some things. I want to feel better, right? It does take a bit of bravery to want to try something new because you don't know exactly how it's going to turn out and the consistency of the clear along the way. Like I am so grateful for all those versions of myself because now I'm, I'm where I'm at now and I'm not perfect and I'm not happy all the time. But again, just feeling so much better than I used to and then able to share these tips that really do work with anyone who will listen. Mm-hmm. So those are my main my main takeaways on my little happiness journey. <laughs> well, I just want to take a moment and let that all land because that's that's big stuff. You know, and through the little moments, it has created what sure sounds like a big shift, Claire. And that is like so cool to know that you as a human feel that way as your mom. That's even cooler on a different note. But what I what I heard from all of that is that at every turn. I wrote down, I take notes when you're talking. I know you do that when I do too, because there's parts that jump out and it sounds like you interrupted the autopilot. Mm-hmm. Would that be fair? Yeah. Because like we all have it, right? We have habits that feel comfortable and because they feel comfortable, we think they're true and right. I don't agree with that. I believe for me and maybe for you too, the, the autopilot is are just habits that we've done over and over again. So they feel this really familiar kind of comfortable um, uh, uh, they feel, they don't feel threatening. Like, you know, they don't get your attention, which means that they lurk. And there's that word again, like they just kind of hang out there. Every time I can disrupt the autopilot, I feel like I can stay in the moment and then I have a choice, but I don't have a choice. If I'm on autopilot, I'm just doing the things that I do because I've done them and they feel comfortable, and I have a rhythm. Like, there's just a lot of things that go into that. And I do think that we're hardwired for comfort as well. So there's this need for that, but I'm not going to let that overrun everything. Like, again, things are in balance. There's enough comfort. There's enough, I don't want to be on autopilot. And what I heard you say, Claire, was that you made a conscious effort to not be on autopilot, to look at the small moments that I thought it was very poetic. I can picture you and Jack looking at the sunflower and all the, you know, when you see things uh, digitally and you put a filter on it and how it changes things, that does not compare to real life. And real life in the moment when you can pause and go, wow, it's almost like time stands still. 
and you do get that mental little snapshot that you can go back to. So it's like you get the benefits now and later. So all of that feels really good and encouraging. I hope that you, Claire, continue to do that. It sounds like that's starting to be in your DNA. And if you're listening, that that is where it can be uh, and, and to keep going because this is part of the, the I, I call it a game, but I think that's just life. Is staying plugged in. And so interrupting the autopilot. Now, I had a a situation for me too that kind of expands on that. That one of the ways to be happy was, you know, when we talked about, hey, call a friend and and share some good news. And uh, I can't, if I'm being really honest, I don't always do that. Sometimes I'll call and be like, ah, I can't believe this happened. And and there can be this rabbit hole of, you know, kind of doing that. Can you believe that? And, And it can be, sometimes not very uh, positive. So it's almost like venting, which has its place, but it doesn't have to be all the time. So I thought I'd interrupt the the comfortable loop. And I just started out with, hey, I've got something great. I just wanted to share it with you. And, you know, again, I've got awesome friends and, and this friend went, okay, listen to it. And then it spurred her on to share something that was really awesome with her. And we just started out the conversation and the bulk of the conversation stayed in that layer. Now we talked about some other things too. So it wasn't this false, like, Hey, we're turning into a greeting card, but it, it, but it, it, we spent more time in that heart space than we did in the other stuff. And I thought that was interesting. So it shifted the amount of time because it's not all or nothing, but there was more time spent in the feel good. And then I had a couple epiphanies. One of them was, I wondered if by me sharing something uh, ahead of time, that it almost gave my friend permission to then share something back. And I do believe that we've gotten some messages. I know I have like, don't be braggy, be humble, be quiet, which can also be interpreted as be smaller Mm -hmm. and sharing good news can feel like boastful. It's not at all. That's a distortion of what good news can be, but that's a message that I've received. Like as a young girl, a young woman, young woman in business, it was like, just be quieter. And it's like, ah, and nowadays I was like, no, 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 you're going to say what you mean, mean what you say. And, and that took a lot of rewiring, but it comes up every now and again. So I thought permission was interesting that if we can be the initiators for some positive, uh, really some feel good things that help both parties feel good. That's not boastful. That's helpful. And that interrupts my autopilot because let's remember, our brains are hardwired for a negativity bias. So it's really easy for us to go to the negative things. It's just easier because we're looking, again, before in historical times, we were looking at it for safety reasons. But it also shows up in times where there's no safety issue, even if it's psychological safety. So uh, it's just finding out where it is, which takes me full circle into the happiness isn't going to be 100%. So we're dealing in percentages. And if I can skew the percentages higher, where I feel like I'm organically in this space by a couple of actions that I can take and a mindset shift and a way to to start conversations in a way that start us in an elevated way, then I'm going to do it because I do not want to be on autopilot. I've been on it before. I don't like how it feels. It's a slippery slope to being even more stuck and so I'm at the precipice. I feel like I'm on the edge of the pool. I'm on the edge of the pool, diving in where you, you're you like anticipating, like you're just athletic ready. You can move in any direction. I like that spot because then I can pivot and go in lots of different places, but they're choices and my choices are clear cut because I want them to feel lighter and happier and more organic and joyful. Those are choices. 
but it can be done because Clara just watched you do it for the last year. So as a community, let's help each other. You know, do that for your friends. It's not so much like calling them out. I don't know if I like that language, but help raise the awareness so that the conversations are elevated. So we bring out the best in each other. And, and then that means that we've got this element of raising the percentage of being happier. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I, I think that I wrote down disrupt the autopilot and definitely feel that one like through to my core because you're completely right. Habits feel familiar and by disrupting it, then we get that choice. We talked about that empowerment that we feel by knowing we can exert some influence over our happiness. So that goes with basically every habit that we talk about that we can build and grow in Joyful Rebels. And to end on the note that you were talking about, I agree with the messaging that I think particularly women get of, you know, don't be boastful and staying small, but it's not boastful. It's helpful to be able to share the positives. I love that Mm -hmm. you said that. So I want to echo it. So on that note, look out on our social media, Instagram and Facebook, the Joyful Rebels, we'll be sharing a post where we're, we are, I don't want to say, I was just about to say calling you out, but in a good way, share something good. Let's get something going. If you had a win, which I know you did small or big this past week, share it with us because we want to hear it. We enjoy it. Then it also turns around and gives permission to those in your circle to also share. And so we can just continually start to build up that positivity. And Last but not least, if you haven't had a chance yet, check out thejoyfulrebels.com because all of our resources are now housed in one spot from podcast to blog to YouTube videos to our programs. And as always, thank you so much for listening in today. We love connecting with you. Mm -hmm. Until next time, Rebels.